We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Can Patrick Mahomes catch Tom Brady? Yeah, that's where we're starting today. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray. Andrew Perloff, so glad to have you on the CBS Sports Radio Morning Show. For people who don't think that Mahomes is going to be closing in on Brady... I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this is why sports keeps going and keeps evolving. It is hard to crown somebody the GOAT in the moment, Perloff, but it's undeniable the track that Mahomes could be on, especially if he wins this Super Bowl in Las Vegas. The calls about him eventually catching Brady, they're going to be there. They're going to be loud, and everyone who brings it up is going to be in the right to do it. So when you say catching Brady, do you think that Patrick Mahomes is going to win that many Super Bowls? I think that he'd be on track to do it. Why? Well, and why would I deny him that? Why but on track, de- right? Yeah. On track means nothing in this sense. The question is, uh, do you, are you going to define this? Because he's not getting the seven, Maggie. It's not. I don't care if he's on track. Eli was on track to come close. <laughs> come on, <laughs> the, the Eli on track win a playoff game outside of those Super right, Bowl. Right, but runs. just the on track is really meaningless because you're saying to me that he's going to have a second half like Brady, which is completely unprecedented. The fact that Tom Brady improved as a quarterback after winning three Super Bowls, nobody does that, and Mahomes unfortunately has nowhere to improve to. He's already unbelievable. I just think. That what oh, happened to ha- what had to happen to get to seven Super Bowl rings? There's no way that can repeat. Okay. So maybe Mahomes catches him in public opinion, but he's not catching him in Super Bowl rings. No way. Well, I got news for you. He's already caught him in public opinion on who's the most talented quarterback. Because I think yeah. if you polled a hundred sports fans on the street and said, not who's the greatest quarterback. Who's the most talented quarterback? I think you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, I think, would already win that poll. Yeah. And so he's already caught him in terms of that part, part of the public perception. In terms of the seven Super Bowls, see, I don't want to try to conflate this argument, and I'm not trying to get it to be more complicated than it needs to be. But this is the same Jordan versus LeBron argument that all the Jordan haters hate. Because people like me, or excuse me, the Jordan lovers hate. People like me who bring up LeBron and I bring up his longevity. Mm -hmm. And you will tell me as a Jordan person, that's not fair in the argument. Because we're not talking about longevity, we're talking about peak. And if you talk about peak, you have to give it to Michael Jordan. You have to apply that same thing with this Mahomes and Brady conversation. Because is Mahomes going to play 23 years in the NFL? I mean, the odds are probably rather slim that he's going to get to 23 seasons, but will his peak be greater than Brady's? I got news for you. We're already watching his peak be better because Brady, to be fair, was a better quarterback in the last 13 years than he was in the first seven or whatever. So it's different though. Michael Jordan's not just a peak guy like Terrell Davis, who had three great years. I mean, he was, he dominated the sport for a decade. So it's not not like a little peak. That's that makes it sound like he just was a flash in the pan. I'm not saying extent. that, but Brady's uh, first three Super Bowls, who really gets? Well, those were more defined by who? Well, the, and the defense by the end of those three Super. I mean, he got into the 30s by the end of those three Super Bowls. So it wasn't like I understand the first one was more Belichick for sure, and I think the the second, third, a little still leaning Belichick, but Brady was getting better. Here's the thing though about the Jordan Lebron thing, like. Nobody's saying because LeBron played to 40 
and is still like that can't be part of the argument. I don't even hear that that he's greater than Jordan because he's going to score twenty three points a game when he's forty one. Like that's not part of the argument, is it? it that longevity. Is. Brady's longevity is not like that. He's not just producing. Brady won Super Bowls. It's a much bigger accomplishment okay, than what LeBron went to is. Western through. Conference Final. It's but not. The, it's he a hasn't much bigger. Off. Yeah, See, but everybody. It just feels to win a Super Bowl is such an enormous event. I, I think we're just. Uh, it's such an incredible achievement that, that the fact that Brady did it. I think you're underplaying how significant it is to get to seven. No, I. What I'm saying is, I. Uh, I'm not playing downplaying the significance of getting to seven. I just think that Mahomes could do it in a more condensed period of time. Yeah. There was an entire decade in the middle where Brady went to two Super Bowls and lost to yeah. Eli Manning and had like two very different parts of Super Bowl sort of runs, if you will. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't think there's any way that the Chiefs keep this up to get to seven. That the one thing I, and regardless of legacy and who is the greatest and opinion and stuff, just this idea, it's so many things have to go right to get to seven. Yeah. And Kansas City, we don't even know if they're going to get to three. They're an underdog in this game. And then do it again and again and again. And Mahomes is a physical player who gets injured a lot. And just so much has to happen to be right. I just can't see him having a Tom okay. Brady-like run. And I mean, for obvious reason, it, that's a lot of Super Bowls. Even if he wins this, there's four more to go. I get it. But you're denying a couple things that we have now seen. And it's playing out in front of us in this very season. Who thinks that the strength of the Kansas City Chiefs team right now is the offense? It's not. The offense got shut out by the Baltimore Ravens in the second half of the AFC Championship game, and they still won, partly because Baltimore totally blew it, but also because the Kansas City defense is better than it's ever been in Mahomes' era. And he's realizing that, and he even told you on the podium as he's raising whatever they call that trophy, Lamar Hunt, I don't know, AFC trophy said, all I had to do was just not lose the game. All I had to do was play the game I'm in. That's intelligence. That's game plan. That's smart. That's not his physical tools. That's not him having to go out there and rush for 50 yards in a game or make all these crazy throws. He managed that game in the second half. You can win in a variety of ways. We've seen Mahomes win two Super Bowls where he has to be at all-time great. Yeah and had the ball in his hands against your Philadelphia Eagles and what became a shootout, and we're seeing now that he's probably going to have to rely on the defense. Just because Brady did it a lot of different ways doesn't mean Mahomes can't do it in a lot of different ways either, even though he's the more talented quarterback and has the better skill set. Chiefs had two good offensive drives on Sunday, and in both of them, Mahomes made plays that Tom Brady couldn't even dream of making, where he was running around the little flip to Kelsey. That's so Mahomesian. Yeah, I mean, he still made What happened in the second half? Well, they, yeah, like Tom Brady, he just let the defense win the game. It was uh, kind of felt like the 13-3 win yeah, over the Rams. he can do that, too. Yeah, but, can do that but the too. Chiefs' defense is not that dominant. I mean, honestly, they, they're they're not the Patriots' defense. They're not the Ravens' they defense. They just took out the, the best good. team in the league do you really think, by do you really, statistics. Yeah, I mean, do you really think that this Chiefs' defense is going to win four more Super Bowl rings? I don't. See, that's the thing. There's just too much that has to come together, and— I just think that we're never going to see. It was a lightning bolt that the Patriots were able to do this. It's also a matter of competition. There's a lot going on. I, I'd be shocked if they get to seven. Okay, but you're you're globbing on to, like, this team, that team. It's going to have to change. It's already changed with the Chiefs. They were an offense that was based on Kelsey and Tyree Kill until they traded Tyree Kill and won another one. Now they're a team that's based on defense and less on offense. And they're back in the Super Bowl, and it's basically a pick between them and the 49ers. Who knows what they're going to be next year, and who knows what they'll be the year after that. 
they've got Mahomes as the bedrock of what they're doing, and then you can build a hundred different ways off of that. Like Kelsey is going to retire at some point, and they're still going to be great. Yeah, they'll definitely be great. They're, but this is going to be like the Patriots. He's going to win three early. There's going to be a break. You know, something's going to happen. And then can he redefine himself and have that many years of excellence? I think it's nearly impossible. Well, I, I can't say that because that would be denying everything that I'm seeing in front of my face. And why would I do that when I'm watching it with a guy who it technically has more talent than Tom Brady? Now, is he going to yeah, have a the, lot of guys have more talent? Okay, than Tom Brady. Is he going to have the adherence to his diet? Is he still going to have the will to win? Is he going to have the motivation? All the things that could creep in after you get success. Yeah. And the professional level, I think the answer is yes. I, I don't think yeah. that Mahomes right now, I, he says all the right things. I don't think he has a rival right now. He is vanquished, besides Joe Burrow, who got him once, he has vanquished all comers. And his rival right now is Brady, just like LeBron's real rival was Jordan, yeah. even though they weren't facing each other head-to-head. And I know Mahomes and Brady did face each other head-to-head, but this is like he's going to be chasing Brady now. He's not worried about Josh Allen. He's not worried about Lamar. He's not going to be worried about Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. And there's all these great quarterbacks, but where are they right now? They're all sitting at home watching him play. Uh, I, I feel bad for you. Why? Because you're going to run into what I ran into with Jordan LeBron, where these youngsters are going to come up and there's going to be a Brady. You know, Mahomes is going to end up with four Super Bowl rings. Brady will have seven. And you're going to have to explain to them how great Tom Brady was because they weren't <laughs> no. there for the Jordan titles. Uh. It just means that the whole body of work, obviously, to me, Jordan was greater than LeBron. The whole body of work, it's so far ahead Tom Brady than anyone else. I just think we're going to get caught up in the moment. And Patrick Mahomes could do what Tom Brady did, do a little three-peat here. It, and by the way, that's, they're underdogs. Let's we'll keep that in mind. It's by, by far not. It's not done is all I'm saying. Yeah. And much like Brady, there's going to be a lot of close Super Bowls. Just so much has to go right. And yes, I think he'll keep a good diet. I think he's an outstanding quarterback. He has all the skills. So much around him has to go right to get to seven Super Bowls. And I just don't see that happening. Well, listen, not everything went right for Brady. Uh, there were a lot of things that went wrong. There were a lot of things that broke not in his favor, and then a lot of things that did break in his favor. Right. It's a long career. And for Mahomes, who's on this track, and, uh, you know, barring any kind of knock, knock on wood, any kind of devastating injury, I mean, he's already in front of Brady. If you want to talk about their first 96 games each that they've both experienced, um, you know, Brady's first 96 versus Mahomes' first 96 regular season, Mahomes is blowing them out of the water statistically. If you want to talk about their first, you know, their playoff games, like, it's Mahomes has got him. He's not going to have him with the counting stats. Obviously, Brady is 23 years in the league. But he's got him in terms of all the rate stats. I mean, is he the only quarterback who has Tom Brady in rating sets? Of course. I mean, the, the numbers are gigantic these days. Tom Brady came in before the rule change in 2000. Well, he was there for everything. Brady yeah. was there for before, yeah. during, and after all the rule changes. Yeah, he played then in it, three different eras. He was basically a 28-touchdown guy. Then they changed the rules, and boom, 50. So he's, you know, this is a different era. I'm sure there are other guys who have much bigger, uh, if you're going by uh, career where they were five years in, much bigger numbers than Brady. Okay, Brady, a lot of guys. Brady didn't win his first MVP until his eighth season. I don't care about MVP. Okay, well, I'm just telling you, uh, you're asking me for for evidence. I'm giving it to you. I understand. And what you're saying, saying I don't I care agree, about I agree the pace is, is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I agree with all that. It's just that second half of Brady's career that's never going to happen again. The fact that he was able to hang around and be, the, the Patriots were able to be so far ahead of everyone 
Why would you think the Chiefs are going to be able to do that? I just don't see it. Well, because maybe he doesn't have, maybe Mahomes doesn't have a decade lull in the middle, you know, where he doesn't win any Super Bowls. Maybe it's not just going to be Brady where it's like three and three or something like that. Maybe this is something that is happens in a more condensed form. That's what I'm saying. By the way, Brady had this long lull because, I mean, a lot of reasons. It is funny how close these Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes, two Super Bowl wins. Yeah. One, it's because of that crazy sting play to Tyreek Hill. Yeah. They could have easily lost that game. And last year, they could have easily lost to the Eagles. And they'll probably be in a super dog fight this year. <laughs> it's just so. feels like a bounce here and a bounce there. It's so hard to win Super Bowls. Why do the bounces keep going his way so far? Well, I mean, far? not really. I mean, he lost. He's he also lost to lost, Brady. He lost to Brady and he lost to Burrow. Uh, and. You know, the, the bounces sometimes goes, it's going to be just like Brady. They're going to go his way and not go his way sometimes. There's so much parity in the NFL, probably even more than when Tom Brady entered, that it's going to be impossible to get to seven. So the other part of this, too, is you just had the storyline of can they do it on the road, right? It had been enjoying all of these AFC championships at home. Can you do it on the road? They just proved that that doesn't mean anything. They went in. They beat uh, Josh Allen. First of all, at home, they did outlast. Obviously, they they beat up on the Dolphins team that didn't want to play in minus 30-degree weather. But then you go into Buffalo, and despite Buffalo's injuries on defense, I mean, they they tried to haymaker them in the beginning. They tried, could not last, could not, could not uh, ultimately get it done. And then they just completely, I mean, they toyed with the Ravens. Like Steve Spagnuolo, and I think the Ravens had something to do with it because they weren't prepared. But Spagnolo just like he was running circles around Todd Munkin and around the Ravens. That was not even that was, that was like a clinic. They just did it on the road. They just checked another box. He just did something yeah. again that people were wondering could they do it? Yeah, we're talking seven Super Bowls, Maggie. That's one game okay. against a team <laughs> that has saying. done nothing in the playoffs ever. By the way, I, I just I understand like the fact that you're talking about Steve Spagnolo's performance against Lamar Jackson. That does not go from two Super Bowl rings to seven Super Bowl rings to me. It yes, doesn't. it was it was great, and it's just such a thin margin to me. Just the amount of things that have to go right, and I don't think Patrick Mahomes plays effectively to forty three like Tom Brady. I should have con- finished. I should have finished the thought. He goes on the road and wins, and people are saying this is the worst team he's had, and offensively, this is the this is the most uninspiring team he's had. And he goes on the road and beats a Raven team. Let's not rewrite history on the Ravens team and how high everyone was on this team this year. That's no small thing. And as as the, we got closer to the game, people had even higher on the Ravens and higher on the Ravens and higher on the Ravens. And what happened? They yeah. go in and they beat him. I mean, he's he he answers at every turn. And honestly, this, and, this and, game uh, was more about the defense than he was about Mo. Okay, you're right. They knocked out the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying bye. We we'll never say bye. They beat Tom. the Ravens seventeen ten. It's such. A, it's you're looking at a small snapshot of a career, and the problem is Tom Brady's career just went on for so long. And he won so many rings that I'm telling you, the Chiefs, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, this is not going to last. Maybe they redefine themselves four more rings, assuming they win this one. Yeah. It's just way too tall a task for anybody in the modern NFL. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. See you guys on the phones. Let's get it going here. We're talking about Mahomes, his true rival being Tom Brady. I don't see why he wouldn't get there. Look at what he's doing. It To me, yeah, we don't know how. I don't have a crystal ball. But if I'm talking about trends, 
it's smacking you right in the face. 855-212-4CBS. We've got tons to do. EJ's back today, back from the Royal Rumble. I'm sure you've been updating Pete on all the details. I was supposed to be entering 31, but they said it was only 30 men, so couldn't get in there. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot. Next year. Yeah, next year. 855-212-4CBS. So much to do, uh, including... The one person who is reportedly ticked off about how the coaching cycle has gone. We've got that for you. We've got so much more. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. All sorts of arguments, discussions, debates. I feel like it's hard for me in my role to be right about everything here because <laughs> Maggie is uh, sure. Maggie thinks that Patrick Mahomes is sort of well. I think you could describe it well on his way to matching Tom Brady as the greatest of all time. Not well on his way, but the trends are pointing that way, and you think he's going to get there. I mean, he's more on his way than anybody else. Yeah. and you know, well, that's definitely true. I think that we always say oh, this record will never be broken, and that record will never be broken. And I think we've just been proven over and over in sports it's not really true. Now, I always thought Brady, I thought it would last a really long time, and and maybe it will. Now, here's the other part. We'll get to the phones, but does Mahomes have to win seven to match Tom Brady? Because, again, people already think of him as the more talented quarterback. I think most people agree about that. But does it have to be seven for him to be considered on the same footing? Well, I think that is the real debate. To me, uh, I mean, it's a long-term bet here, but I would be so comfortable betting he doesn't get to seven. Uh, Or especially he doesn't beat seven. It's just way too narrow a line that so much has to go right for that to happen. So I think you're right. I think eventually if he gets to five, People are going to be so much more talented than Brady, but so is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was 10 times more talented than Brady. Everybody can run better than Brady, and a lot of people can throw better than Brady, but that's not what we're talking about here in the GOAT argument. So I think that seven Super Bowl rings is a fair measurement, and I don't think anyone's touching that in our lifetime. And let's think, I mean, not just one seven, played in 10. Yeah. So I know that you guys well, don't count losses in finals because you always say because Michael Jordan went six for six that uh, LeBron just getting to finals and losing is not an accomplishment yeah, at all. Get, oh, we got out of that fearsome Eastern Conference back <laughs> in the day. I mean, uh, he beat Orlando. Oh, wow. What an achievement. Brady going to 10 also. Well, Mahomes also goes to a lot, too, because he went to and lost. That's true. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I understand the connection. I just think that we're underrating t- Tom Brady in this argument. I think we're underrating his incredible achievement. I don't think we're underrating it. They can't be underrated. It's it's just looking at the facts. And one of the facts is that Mahomes on this track. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Brian is in Seattle, has a thought on the coaching aspect of this conversation. Good morning, Brian. Hello, hello. Um, so if Andy Reid wins this Super Bowl, do you think he retires? And I've got another question after that. I don't know why you would. I don't, why, I, why not keep yeah. it going? Do you have any right. any notion of Andy Reid with hobbies or anything to do? <laughs> other? Have you ever seen no. him do anything but football? There's a food right, joke right. there that Never. I'm not going to make. Right. But eating is not a hobby. He's like, n- he, he, could, he could take up cooking. <laughs> I don't know. If, <laughs> take up cooking. Take up cooking hamburgers. Be short order. People eat. Sh- short order cook. <laughs> yeah. I've, how that, hard by is, the way, how I, hard is it to make nuggies? Yeah. I was say, it's not exactly like he's a, a French chef. I can't picture Maybe. Andy Reid with knowing his way around a kitchen except eating. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. But I, I do have one quick question because I'm from Seattle. Yeah. Who do you think the Hawks are going to pick up for their coach? 
Well, that's a great question, Brian. Thank you so much. Because it felt like Dan Quinn was on his way, yeah. but now they've opened it up for Brian Johnson and, and Mike McDonald. Yeah, and is Rabel still floating around in, in the ether there? I think any team that can get Ben Johnson should throw a Brinks truck of mine. To me, he's the number one guy in this coaching cycle, which will, uh, you know, whenever I, anyone in the media says that, they end up to be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's generally the coaching. Well, here's a question. But, what if I told you? Yeah that Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions, had full carte blanche to go for it on both fourth down calls that have been much maligned and was the one responsible for running the ball on third and goal. Three big topics of conversation, three moments from the NFC Championship game that are getting crucified in the public. I could care less because what Ben Johnson did was, did you see the lanes Jameer Gibbs was running through? Did you see how wide open Josh Reynolds and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown were? I want that in my offense. It just feels like his offense has so much space to move and operate. Reminds me of McVay. I I would if the Eagles could have gotten him, I would have dumped Sirianni in two seconds. Okay, but you think that the Lions can't win a Super Bowl until they get rid of Dan Campbell? What if you found out it was Brian Johnson who is actually ordering the code red, so to speak, on all these fourth down plays? I didn't say they could get rid of Dan Campbell. They they can win with with Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's just got to stop doing this. He's got to kind of mature as a coach. I don't know if he's going to do that. Well, I but mean, again. I- I've defended the fourth down calls. If you found out that it was Brian Johnson, if you found out that he was the one, excuse me, Ben Johnson, if you found out that he's the one who wanted to run the ball third and goal, would you have a problem with it? No, I don't care at all because then blame the players for for losing instead of blaming Dan Campbell and the offensive coordinator. uh, It's kind of like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan. If you are a dominant offense, you're going to give yourself a lot of shots. And he just reminds me when you see a new offense, it's so exciting and, Come on, you don't want him? Are, are your Bills, look nope. at your Bills. I know they just got Joe Brady, but if Ben Johnson was available, I'd assume everybody would jump on him as an OC. No, but I know how one game can change people's opinions about especially these coordinators because it's happened, I think, with Bobby Slowick, who is the Texans offensive yeah, coordinator who was one of the hottest guys out there, and then they laid an egg in the second half against the Ravens, and his name cooled off a little bit. Well, Slowick refuses to pass on first down. It's infuriating, absolutely. So... Yeah, I don't think Ben Johnson's cooled off. They scored 31 points against a good team. They're, he's hot, I would imagine. I want him. And Vrabel, on the other hand, too. I mean, what am I missing here? The Eagles should have hired Vrabel. awesome. I guess he just wants total control of the building. So people who have jobs in Seattle are going to be like, I'm not sure if I want this guy because he'd probably fire them all. Uh, David is in Arkansas. Also has a question about Andy Reid. Hey, David, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. You got it, pal. What's up? Well, uh, my problem is that I think that Andy Reid, because of what he has assembled, is putting Patrick Mahomes in the positions to win. But Andy Reid's probably going to retire in the next few years as age and uh, health concerns come up. But also on health concerns, we saw what happened when Patrick Mahomes was suffering from turf toe and they got demolished uh, by the Buccaneers. And mobile quarterbacks seem to not last this long, and that's part of the reason why Tom Brady had his longevity, much like Larry Bird uh, with the Celtics. Right. He's not in the greatest of all time conversation because he didn't play that long, even though the Celtics under Bird swept Jordan's Bulls twice. Right. Jordan never won a game against the uh, so, against, uh, Bird Celtics. What I would say, David, uh, and it's a fair point, I don't look at Patrick Mahomes as a running quarterback. 
I think he's a guy who moves around a lot. And yes, if he has injuries, it's going to hurt. I, the reason, one of the reasons he lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl is because his offensive line basically was completely decimated in front of him. I think it's hard for anyone. And couldn't Patrick Mahomes take his game to a different level where he becomes more of a timing quarterback, where he's just getting the ball out fast, which is what Brady did to overcome for his offensive line mistakes or, uh, you know, lack of talent? Yeah, oh, I mean, first of all, I think he's done some of that in his career, but that special sauce of Patrick Mahomes, I do think of him as quite a mobile quarterback because he moves around so much in the pocket. Maybe mobile, but not running. Josh well, Allen's a running quarterback. Even so, if you take some of those scrambles out of Patrick Mahomes' playoff history, then the Chiefs don't win some of those games. I mean, I, I think when he needs it, he will run yeah. for a first down. Uh, and he, he had a big run against Buffalo as well down the sideline. I think he's way more mobile. And the injury history is interesting. Like, he feels like he... He always kind of feels like he's limping a little bit. I think that's just the way he walks. Yeah, I think it is the way he walks. But he has been, obviously... So he couldn't really run in the second half of the Super Bowl and just tore them apart. So he's obviously proven he can do it from the pocket. But if you take away that little special sauce, is Patrick Mahomes really so much better than everyone else? I, I kind of doubt it. I think it's a thin margin. Also, does Andy Reid have health concerns? Or are we just... I have no idea. I mean, 64... Yeah, I mean, Belichick's 72, and he's ticked off that he doesn't have a job this year. Uh, sorry, he, uh, Andy Reid's 65. Could he coach for seven more years? Well, listen, you're going to you're gonna give up the day. If they hire Matt Nagy, I'm sure you could drop this argument like a rock. <laughs> well, what if they just elevate Steve Spagnuolo? Then maybe I'll be back on board. Really? I don't know about I feel like Andy Reid does something magical with play calling. I don't get it. He doesn't look like a genius. They didn't score a point in the second half. This was this was a yeah. Kansas City defense performance. What, what he did in the first two drives against Baltimore was shocking. Yeah, and that was that was shock and awe. <laughs> it was funny because how Michael Lombardi, the former GM, put it. He said, uh, and then they ran out of plays. <laughs> uh, I mean he did the fifth, he did the fifteen plays against Baltimore, the best defense in the league. That was so Andy Reid. It felt like Baltimore didn't know where they were coming from. I'm That's like, true. have you watched any tape on this team? 855-2124-CBS. <clears throat> See you guys on the phones. Get back in a moment. Andrew Bogus is here. He's got some headlines. Mom, Dad, good morning. It was headlines sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Did you catch a game last night? It happened again last night. Another LeBron James, Dylan Brooks run in. This time they were going after a rebound and Brooks knocked LeBron on the side of the head. Maybe going for the ball, maybe just a karate chop. LeBron stayed down for a few moments as usual. Brooks got a flagrant one as usual. And then James would not discuss Brooks post game. We were here earlier in the year. Uh, we asked you about Brooks and you said, Next you question. <laughs> There was also Brooks. How goat. do you know? How do you know someone's sensitive? Yeah, well, I, I haven't seen the video. LeBron. But you said LeBron stayed down. I'm assuming you're implying that he might have been over dramatizing it. Uh, he's known to do that. Yeah, might have tried to sell a call or two. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he fell down like he had just gotten a a chair over his head at <laughs> Royal Rumble. And I want my damn respect too. <laughs> I mean, he fell. <laughs> Uh, that was not the only run-in in this game last night. Dylan Brooks, uh, hard foul on Jared Vanderbilt a few minutes later. He got Vanderbilt to draw, uh, to take two techs and get ejected. His Rockets won the game, 135-119. Jalen Green and Alperon Shengun combining for 65 points. The Sixers smartly kept Joel Embiid out last night in Portland to make it look like he wasn't dodging Nikola Jokic in Denver <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> 
Philly sacrificing its third straight loss, 131-04. Scoot Henderson had 22 points and four assists for the Blazers. Victor Webbenyama, 22-11 boards, but the Spurs' two-game win streak ending with a 118-113 home loss to the Wizards. DeMontis Sabonis had 20 points, 26 rebounds, and the Kings 103-94 win in Memphis. The Celtics rallied in the fourth to beat the Pelicans 118-112, and it's the Cavaliers that cool off the Clippers. Nian drives the baseline to Allen, put it up. Good and a foul! Listen to the roar from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Yes, let it wash all over you. Tim Alcorn, <laughs> yeah. Cavs Radio. Jared Allen had 20 points, 17 rebounds in the 118-108 win. The Cavs have won 10 of 11. The Clips had won five straight. This is just their fifth loss in 27 games. There's a bit of a battle royale kind of brewing in the Eastern Conference for that number two seed. Cavs playing awesome. Knicks playing awesome. Sixers win the beat. Plays is playing playing really well. And, of course, you got the Bucks. Like, I've, I'm wondering what's going to happen here because I thought the Cavs were done when Evan Mobley got hurt and when um, Garland got hurt as well. But they've been playing fantastic. How important do we think the two yeah, seed yeah. is? What's the difference? You Basically, what you uh, described, yeah. two through seven are all the same team, and Miami's probably going to win <laughs> any of these <laughs> series. <laughs> they have to win the play-in tournament first. And... Those are brutal series, though. Well, I think they could all go seven games. Yeah, all those teams are basically the same, and if you want to try to avoid playing probably these teams that aren't, you probably want to play one of these playing teams. So getting right. that two seed is going to be important in that front because then you get Orlando, maybe Chicago, as opposed to playing against Indiana or Miami. So, like, that that two-seed fight is going to be brutal. Wait, can I defend the Sixers for one second about sitting Joel Embiid against Denver? I don't know why this story has become as big as it has, but yes, go ahead. I'm not using my best player in that altitude and getting him all tired for the rest. This is perfect oh use of gosh. load management. Getting them tired. Like, it's January. There is nothing. Honestly, nothing means less than a game against the Nuggets in January. Yes. Why? Why do anything out of the normal? Why stress out the body of your superstar, your entire franchise, playing in that in that environment? It would have been. You realize idiotic. this is why this people is, hate the NBA, right? Also, <laughs> the, is, the regular season should matter. This is also why the Sixers are soft because of stuff like this. Because when other teams are playing normal, it's Perloff, and it's probably the Sixers' point being like, oh, altitude, oh, Joel and B, you got a little boo-boo, oh, oh your knees a little <laughs> no, sore. It's oh, just go, don't worry, you don't got to go up against Nicole Yoke the second time. Go, go sit down, have a little rest. But in the playoffs, when it gets really tough, and you expect him to then be a, a dog, and you're saying Hockman Joel and B doesn't play this way, well, maybe if you stop babying him for 82 games, maybe he will play different. Okay, so for some reason, LeBron can have a calf contusion and sit out a game, and that's not a problem. Everybody's load LeBron's management. LeBron's resume a little different. If you're He's 38 game, years old. If you're going to choose a game to load manage, you got to do Denver. That's a perfect time. It's out of conference. Well, it's totally meaningless. I would totally sit that game. Okay, so you mentioned about the altitude, which is also high in Salt Lake City, right? So you have Denver, you have Salt Lake City. If you think you might actually play a playoff, a finals against the Nuggets, don't you want to have played and see how your body reacts to a game in that high altitude? I think there's more, more chance of me reaching the NBA Finals <laughs> than the 76ers but, reaching the NBA Finals. I mean, then, what, then, then, what, then what difference does it make? Then play them. Yeah. 
Why play? Well, listen, you got to at least get the second round because he's gonna. He's not in great shape, and he's probably risking an injury. He's gonna be the hopping and puffing. No, what's the point? You Wait, get but in the playoffs shape don't by start playing. Till May. It's also, January. you got to play to get in shape. This 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 misnomer that you can just not play for four months, and then when you get to the playoffs, when the games are most intense, most physical, that you're gonna be able to play through it fine. That's probably why he gets hurt all the time because so, you're, you're low managing him every two weeks. You make it sound like April the Sixers hurt. The Sixers are just like every other team in the NBA. Everybody load manages. Why are you picking on the Sixers? Well, the well, Knicks don't load manage like this. Not every team does this. And and it's also not just a game in Denver. Right. We did this like 10 days ago where he and Bede seemed to skip all of the tough opponents. Yeah. And Philly Smart. fans hate Jokic for years in the MVP back and forth. And I think partly for not play for skipping a game against Embiid, mm. and now Embiid skipping games against him, which is why and he did it right before tip on Saturday, which is why the Nuggets were pissed about it post game, which is why it became a big story. Because the fans got screwed. Well, and I mean, yeah, I guess it's a competitive thing up too. until five minutes before the game, they thought Embiid was playing, and then he wasn't. Well, but the MVP is an individual word; it does not matter. The Sixers have to be focused on what's best for the team. But if you're saying they can't make the finals, then what difference does it make? Why, why not play him? Also, they've been doing it this way his whole career, right, and they the keep problem. getting housed. Right. Now, I've got my thoughts on why Joel Embiid is always getting hurt. That dude falls on the ground every— uh, You are 100% right. Thank yeah. you. Every does he's seven feet tall, going yeah. down to the ground, and he's not falling in like a Tua jujitsu kind of way. It's amazing that he survives as many games as he does. The dude, <laughs> guys on the floor my, the whole my, night. When my kids were nine months old, they had more balance. So Joe LB, <laughs> you're absolutely right, Maggie. But it's also that I still think he's just a little bit overweight. I agree with that. He just looks a little. He looks different. I think of NBA title winning setters. I think of Akeem and you know David Robinson and guys are shredded. Well, Shaq won him. Yeah, Shaq but I think Shaq, but Shaq's career definitely took a plunge. Look at Shaq in Orlando, and Shaq at the end was two different animals. Well, that's true. By so, the way, talking about guys being overweight and going through a season, you talk about Nikola Jokic, a guy who isn't a you know, bodybuilder. Yeah. But then he got a lot better shape this last year. I thought he looked better than he did earlier in his career. Okay, but besides la- but, but these last few seasons, 69 games, 74 games, 72 games, he's not missing 20, 30 games like Joel Embiid is every year. How many did Embiid miss last year? Not that many. Well, last, the last year, year he's trying MVP. to win the MVP. Yeah. So that was a big reason why. But do you think, do you guys really think this Embiid versus Jokic in January, that game really matters in any big picture of anything? People wanted to watch that. What do you mean? What do you I mean, mean it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. NBA regular season does not matter. And I don't, I'm just going to say that. I know I'm in the sports media industry and I shouldn't say that, but we all know this. It just does why not Why does it mean, matter less than NFL regular season? What, it, what, why does it, week two matter in the well, NFL? Well, the season's so much longer. Okay, but I'm talking about week two. I'm, I'm, let's 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 spread. Let's forget about we're doing 82 at 16. If I take you week three, why does a week three game matter as opposed to week whatever? Because by definition, if there are only 17 games, each game is more important than if there are 82 games. It shouldn't be 82 games. That's why the NBA has this problem. Because you can afford to lose five games, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but that's not changing. The length of the schedule yeah. is not going to change. In fact, they're technically adding more games, just one or two with the in-season tournament, right? Yeah, um, you're right. But I digress. Was there anything else going on yesterday? Well, we did discuss this briefly yesterday. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey throwing Justin Tucker's gear out of their way during pregame warm-ups on Sunday. Uh, the Ravens kicker was just minding his business. I've been doing the exact same thing for 12 years. Never really had a problem with anybody. And then the bullies showed up. I saw Patrick there trying to warm up and get some drop back. So uh, he asked me while I was on the ground stretching like if I could move my helmet. So 
I happily got up and I moved my helmet out of the way. At least I thought it was enough out of the way. Um, and then uh, Travis comes over and he just kicks my stuff and he throws my helmet. And I just thought it was all just some gamesmanship, um, you know, all in good fun. But they seem to be taken a little bit more seriously. Mahomes and Kelsey haven't discussed this yet because they're busy celebrating another <laughs> AFC title. Man, this is a tough one. I know Pete thinks that they were being classless. They are. Right. Disgusting. At the same time, though, the Ravens kind of pride themselves on being tough guys. You got Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs and all these guys coming out to set the tone for the game. You know, you, you know, Justin Tucker. Yeah. I don't know. Picking on yeah. the kicker, Maggie. Come on. Real big man. He's a, he, kicker. he's a kicker. I get it, but like the toughness has to go all the way down from one to fifty-three, Jay. Oh no. <laughs> Come on, Maggie. Well, but I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe the, the Chiefs were kind of taking it to Justin Tucker. Just like get a little sense of, you know, how how confident the Ravens feel today. How 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 tough are they gonna be today? I mean, look, they definitely took the bully mentality into right. that game and it worked. They took Baltimore completely out of the game. Because that's what Baltimore's all they've always prided themselves on being the bully. One hundred percent. But I mean, this is like when, you know, the, the the bullies of the of the football team go and, and get the guy who's the the science champion. You oh, know, like, <laughs> your stuff him in a locker. Yeah, yeah, and they throw him in a locker. I mean, right? Tucker's like one of the greatest kickers of all time. It's not yeah. nothing. Go throw Lamar Jackson's helmet. See yeah, go, find, go find yeah. Roquan Smith to Patrick Mahomes. I was see, about to see say, how that goes. I tell you with EJ here, Justin Tucker, Roquan Smith, different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, different. <laughs> but that by, by the way, I think it's funny. I totally side with Justin Tucker is perfect to me. I've never seen the guy say the wrong thing or do. I'm Team Justin Tucker in this one. He's and if it become a field goal battle, the Ravens would have won. Listen, that guy's incredible. I, I think that I think the Kansas City came in. I'm not saying it's right, but they were trying to get in the heads a little bit. They didn't with Justin Tucker. He kicked his field goal, but yeah. But did he? I'm curious. Did the all the offensive and defensive players even know this was happening? Apparently, it happened before the official warm up. And then there was another scuffle. Like yeah. I don't know who that was in the Ravens. They picked on some third string <laughs> DB, I think, too. And there was like five Chiefs and one Raven. I'm like Ravens. Fight back. Well, also, where, where Kelsey baited Van Oy into a, that into happened, a personal that happened during foul. the game. Listen, yeah. they, the, the Ravens lost the poise, clearly. That was, that was, and, and Pete just told me this behind the glass, and I agree with him. That was an experience win. Like, they, they came in there and they knew we got getting these guys' heads. We got to show them that we're the bullies. They're not the bullies. It started with Tucker. It's, it's definitely started okay, with Tucker. So I, can't, I can't, yes, they might be classless, but I can't say it didn't work. I mean, that makes them unlikable. For sure. Wow, that they, was already there. Who are they going to pick on next uh, in the Super Bowl? Joe Montana now? <laughs> How dare they? Pick, pick on a key yeah. grip on the sidelines? I don't think it was a matter of intimidation. I think the Jan Ravens... Stenerud goes up to Joe Montana like, what? <laughs> I thought the Ravens were so shocked that the Chiefs moved the ball in the beginning. It looks like the Ravens were looking around at each other like, what the hell is going on? Why are we getting the quarterback? Why is it first down, first down, first down? They were... They looked stunned by oh, Mahomes on the first two drives. Travis Kelsey was talking, though, after every catch, and he was making sure they knew... And they were down. They were coming for you. They were down fourteen seven. They were playing like they were down thirty to nothing. Yeah, it, I, it was. This is what we talked about yesterday. Yeah, it, knocked I, off their pedestal big time. Uh, Bogish, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate that. We've got Steelers updates for you. We've got phone calls eight five five two one two four CBS. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Maggie and Perloff, welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, talking about the legacy of Patrick Mahomes, which we'll talk about quite a bit. And I believe he has no rivals right now that are currently playing. His rival is Tom Brady. And that's no disrespect to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got him once, but we got to see more of Joe Burrow here taking him on. Josh Allen has tried. He'll get him in the regular season. Can't get him in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson just played one of his worst games ever against the Chiefs. I I think Mahomes right now is peerless. Yes, definitely right now. But there are a lot of quarterbacks coming up. Man, I see the I mean, Jordan CJ Stroud is farther along than any rookie's been in the history of the NFL, and he's not alone. You're going to have Caleb Williams coming into the league. I think Jordan Love is going to be a star. There's just a lot of stars coming up who are. I'm not saying they're an equal Mahomes, but it doesn't feel like he's so far ahead of the pack by any means. Also, I think Lamar Jackson, the Ravens will be back next year. I think a lot of, I think the entire AFC North is incredible. I I think there's going to be a lot of challenges to Mahomes to get that far to seven. Let's go to Shane. He's in Louisville. Hey, Shane, how's it going? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. I'll be quick. Uh, I want to agree with Philly. Uh, I don't see it happening. I'm going to break two good points. You know, even with uh, Brady, you know, the ball had to bounce three times. Bigger element against the Falcons, Kittles. Uh, they rushed that, no Super Bowl. And then, obviously, Raiders fans, the uh, the uh, tough one. So, there's three out of seven right there. And I'll just piggyback on what you said. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. How many AFCs so that you think they'll go to the Super Bowl? I don't know, guys. I just can't see them just. I could see two or three just from three of those guys. I know, but Shane, here's the thing, and I appreciate the call and the perspective, but here's the thing. This was a totally different Chiefs team. And, yeah, he didn't have Burrow to have to go through this year, but he still had Allen. Weak defense for the Bills, but he still had Allen. He still had to go through Lamar. A Lamar MVP season to boot. And the Ravens' defense was, like, the best in the league. I I just – he she's shown you now that he can do it in a variety of different ways, and you can say these all that there's all these other great quarterbacks. There are, and he still vanquishes them. Yeah, but uh, so he could win his third Super Bowl, right. third, seven. I yes, I understand okay, what's but happening the right is, now. Does he have to actually? But how win how are you seven? possibly going to sustain that? Are it, we just ring chasing now? Like, does he have to win seven to be considered better than Brady? Well, I think you could make the argument if Brady has more Super Bowl rings, I think he's always going to have a claim on that go title. I think that's yes. Obviously, Mahomes is more talented. Okay, but we don't just apply the same it, standard to other sports, or else Bill Russell would no doubt be the greatest player in the history of the NBA, and we don't do that, and you don't do that. Well, I know. I, honestly, I never saw Bill Russell play, and also there's something weird going on back in the NBA. I think there was like eight teams and well, two okay. playoff rounds, and we'll always be and, able to do the if but if but. Yeah, I mean, well. Also, Bill Russell had Havlicek, and, like, there was a lot going on. Jordan is a different thing than Bill Russell. I love it. Jordan was playing one-on-five. That's Kinda. always how this was. Jordan was playing one-on-five. Rich is in Chicago. Hi, Rich. How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, Maggie. I'm with you on Mahomes. And I have two comments, two topics real quick. I think the idea that Reed's going to retire is not going to happen. And, and the reason for that is two reasons. One, it's kind of like I heard – a little humor here. I heard, though, if he did retire, that sec- the Kansas City security director was been instructed to shoot Nagy. So, oh, gosh. Nagy here in Chicago. Oh, boy. No- 
that they're going to give it over to Matt Nagy. I mean, he he ran the prevent offense. <laughs> Bears. <for you. laughs> I, I think they should give it to Spags. I know Spagnolo didn't have a good yeah. record when he was the St. Louis Rams coach literally a yeah. decade ago, but Josh McDaniels yeah. got a second chance. Spagnolo can't get a second chance. I'm 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 with you. He'd be a great pick, but you know I think Reed's going to stay as yeah. long as he's at Mahomes. Me too. Think about it. It's kind of like a they're kind of a pair. Mahomes is 28 years old, and I think he's got a good shot. And I don't know it. it I don't know if we'll ever get seven. But you're right. In the, you, you probably think this is a modern-day error when you consider that the Brady started this 15, 20 years ago. And yeah. I don't think the opposition was as strong as it is now. Right. So it's, it's, it's like well, six of one, half of the other. Maybe the opposition – I mean, listen, he still had to deal with Ben Roethlisberger. He still had to deal uh, with, you know, Drew right, Brees well, me... and, you know, and Peyton Manning and everything. Obviously, Peyton Manning. But, like, you also have – the rules are different now. So it's, 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 there's always going to be something rich. Thank you. I think Andy Reid wants to, could break Don Shula's wins record, or maybe Belichick has it by then. I think that you stick around as long as Mahomes is playing at a high level. Why would you leave? Gosh, I have no idea what Andy Reid's hard to read. Like, do we really know what his life interests are other than play calling? (laughs) (laughs) Also, he has control of everything in the building. Why, why would you walk away? I don't know. Coming up, has Brock Purdy shed his label as system QB? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.